following podcast contains adult language, profound stupidity, hardcore nudity, and drug references. Children should not listen to it. Everyone else but fucking Olive. Nailed it. Hey everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate backlash. My name is Papa Scotch, and with me as always is Chump Slap. Hey, a bit. There it is. And on the other side over there is Dr. Scientist. What the fuck's going on? Ooh, come That's on. That's spirit. <laughs> so let's start with you. You're in a great mood, Scientist. What did you do this week? What did you play? What have you been watching? What's going on? I played a little bit of uh, Detroit Become Human. Okay, how's that? It's good. It, if you like Heavy Rain, it's like that, but different. You know, so more of like uh, more movie and button presses and decision making, that kind of thing? Yeah, but it's not about serial killers. It's about robots, so it's better. Aren't all robots of course. serial killers? Only some of them. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Statistically, all. <laughs> and I watched, uh, there was a speedrun marathon I watched, the Boss Marathon, the, the Bad and Obscure Speedrun Showcase. It was good. Are there any really obscure good ones? I've never heard of any of the games good. that I watched. <laughs> and I watched uh, some people play Man of Madonna online, and I saw the whole game, so that's good. What? The new game that's like Until Dawn. You watch some people play Madden online? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's weird, but I'm not going to judge you. I'm going to. That's all. <laughs> Did you watch anything that wasn't psych? No. Literally Just nothing. psych? Just <laughs> Just psych before you go to bed? I don't have time to watch stuff anymore. <laughs> Just speedruns. Oh. <laughs> Just speedruns. Just speedruns. Okay, cool. Uh, what about you there, Chump Slap? What have you been playing? What have you been watching? What's going on over there? Uh, I've been watching some workaholics. <laughs> <laughs> Just rolling through it again? Yeah, fuck it. It's really good. And uh, when I am get tired with that, I throw on a John Cusack movie. Watched about five of his this week. Which ones? Give us a rundown. Uh, fuck, I knew you were going to say that. 1408. Okay. Identity. Hot Tub Time Machine. Frozen nice. Ground. Tape heads. Wow. I uh, I would have said High Fidelity and Gross Point Blank is my one and two if I had to watch John Cusack movies. And you didn't have either of them. No, sir. Not shit I've seen a lot. I mean, Gross Point Blank is good, but. Yeah, not, I didn't. I skipped over High Fidelity. I was like, I ain't watching that. I mean, that's not bad either. I mean, John Cusack doesn't make a bad movie. True, exactly. Yeah, after we talked I mean, about I it last time, I. I sent you that at like 3 in the morning when I thought of it. Because <laughs> I was watching Hot Tub Time Machine. I was like, I can't think of a bad movie John Cusack's in. I don't think there is one. Now, I, High Fidelity is great. I'm a big fan. But, uh, you know, to each their own. Did you uh, play anything this week? Yeah, actually, I played uh, Holy Fortnite. Holy shit. That wasn't the answer I expected. but I played some Fortnite because they have that uh, Borderlands crossover. All right, let's get done with this. We're done. You jump into the... <laughs> it's awesome. You jump into a section of the map and... Turns into Borderlands, like shading and all the loot boxes are all Borderlands. You just called Fortnite awesome. Yeah, it is. We'll be doing the story of Fortnite next time. Chump slap picks. I never. 
never played the story, so I don't know. I still can't believe there's a story in Fortnite. Is there? I I was just making that up, I thought. Yeah, it was a story mode. I think we went over this, but you got to pay for it or something like that? Yeah, it's not the freest, so it ain't for me. Yeah, I heard a lot of bad uh, a lot of bad press about the newest season. A lot of people not happy. Eh. That's all I heard. I didn't like read in any of that bullshit. Is it still in beta? Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> beta for like the last four years. One of the biggest games going on right now. It's still in beta. Sure is. That Love it. And Magic Arena. It's going to be Magic one of those. Beta for life. Nice. Nice. It's still the uh, closed beta. <laughs> Uh, anything else you want to talk to us about, or should I just go ahead? Uh, no, that's pretty much Tell all. Tell us about I your had. exciting month. Month, dude. I started playing Control. I saw some people playing that, which just came out. <clears throat> it came out on Tuesday. I didn't know anything about it till last weekend. I didn't even know it existed, but it's by Remedy, who did the original Max Payne. Oh, sweet! And they did another game that was really good, but uh, I forget what it is. Max Payne Two. No, they didn't do Max Payne 2. They just did Boogerman. OG Max Payne. It might be Boogerman. Let me let me check the wiki real quick. But uh, so far, man, it is great. What kind of game is it? It's a third person. Uh, oh, no. I don't even know how to explain <laughs> it's it. It's a shooter. <laughs> it's all right. You're already here. Already, yeah. It's an action type. It's an action type. But it's all the good parts about like Portal and Singularity and all of those sci-fi esque action games. I didn't get that from what I saw, but I only saw a little. Oh, bit. dude! It it basically the story is, and this isn't going to spoil anything, but you are this woman who has a creepy backstory, which I still haven't unraveled. You walk into the Federal Bureau of Control, FBC. Mm-hmm. Yep, the FBC, and uh, you basically walk in. And you, everyone's like, oh, you're the new director. And then you find the old director with his head blown off in his office. And then the building starts shifting around you. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's uh, it's real awesome. I highly suggest. I don't know if you'd. I think it would be right up your alley. Definitely, Chump Slap. And maybe Scientist, because there's a lot of science bullshit in it. Neat. Is it $15? No, I think it's like. No, it's, it, it just came out. It's 60 bucks. Oh, well, then it's not up my alley at all. <laughs> It's not even close to my alley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get a second job just to play games. Mortgage Don't give me that bullshit. <laughs> like a side hustle, side mortgage that house. Yeah. Shit, yeah. Sublet out my closet. You watch anything? Um. Well, yeah. Uh. What did I watch? I started watching today all of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. That sounds and like I don't have a reason. <laughs> of course it's a waste. Well, some of them are a waste. They're not all. They're not all gems. I'm struggling to get through five right now. The Dream Child that was no, that was not <laughs> was a good so one. Bad. That was that was a real bad one. It's like super eighties and also bad. So are you but, gonna uh, keep us updated on your fantasy picks? Uh, yeah, I just picked up. I don't know how someone let him go this long, but I just picked up Patrick Mahomes with my number one overall or number seven pick. Who's that? Is he a rookie? That's the no, it's his third year. He's probably the best player that ever existed at the quarterback <laughs> position. Was he uh, on Madden this year? He was on the cover of Madden. <laughs> so yeah. that's who's on the cover? Someone I never yep. heard of? Yeah. The NFL MVP last year? <laughs> well, you don't even watch football anymore. Yeah, but he pretends. That's true. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, that's pretty much all I've been watching. Yeah. I didn't. I've been uh, trying to do everything the previous week that I was gonna do on the weekend, like during the week, so I could have free time. And I've just been using that to play control. Hmm. That's all I've been doing. Yeah, and, and I don't regret a second of it. Now that I work a night shift, I don't think I'm gonna watch a second of football at all. Nah. I'll sleep through all the morning games. You can just check Twitter on the shitter. <laughs> no, nah, just watch the Steelers uh, update on Twitter, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's pretty much how we get all our news anyway. I mean, hockey starts soon, so why start football? <laughs> yeah, good point. Uh, by the way, I looked it up. Remedy Entertainment, the ga- the people that made Control, also made Quantum Break, and they made Alan Wake. I've heard of both studio. of those and never played a second of them. No, I haven't either, but I heard Alan Wake is really good. And when I told other people about the game, they're like, oh, Alan Wake, okay. Yeah, so I guess that means a lot in some circles. People who yeah. had Xboxes. People said it was good. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we got a little bit of news to discuss. No. Uh, first and most importantly, I just realized this week that I will be receiving NHL 20 on Tuesday, 9-10, September 10th. Next week. Uh, is it next week? Yeah, it's like nine days away from now. Sweet. So I didn't realize that. I thought I was, was going to get it on, thir- on Friday, but I ordered the Super Duper Special Edition one, so I get it early. Not bragging. Just saying. Sounds like a brag. <laughs> yeah. Don't the games come out on Tuesday? Um, the it, It's weird because most of the time, yes, you're right, games come out on Tuesday, but now with like bigger event game releases, they're coming out on Fridays. Yeah. That way like, Borderlands, Borderlands is, is coming out on a Friday. Think, like, it happens once in a while. I think Blasphemous is finally releasing on the 10th. I don't know what that is. It's, it's good. <laughs> it hasn't released yet, but it's good. <laughs> I backed it on Kickstarter a while ago. Oh. Well, tell us about it. What's, it's like a what's the deal? 2D platformer, pixel art, intensive, really cool-looking shit. Cool. Cool. <laughs> it's a <laughs> like 2D a cool looking shit is what I got. Platformer. Platformer? That's a side scroller? Yeah, side scroller, maybe. Yeah. Well it's 2D. Well the the other news I got coming up, which I don't know if you guys give a shit about this, but uh the there is a breaking bad movie coming out on October eleventh of this year. Scientist hate which it. I, no one had any well, the reason I mention it is because no one had any idea this was happening until a teaser just popped out this week. Like, what the fuck is there to talk about? The whole story. They'll do backstories or things that happen in between because they can make money and idiots will watch it. Uh, No, they're already, they're kind of doing that with Better Call Saul. This is focusing on after the events of Breaking Bad with what happened to Jesse. That's what I figured. That's the only thing they could do. Yeah, which I was kind of fine with. I I mean, I'm still going to watch it and I'll probably bitch and complain about it, but I was fine with not knowing because the last scene, Jesse just, breaks free and is just driving and screaming and i was fine with that being the end yeah. but i guess there's more to el, tell el camino so. a breaking bad movie is that what it's called yeah yeah maybe they're opening up the breaking bad averse <laughs> soon you'll get a telltale by. game with it Ooh, oh too too soon the, the bubaverse <laughs> no i did you Oh, that news happened and i didn't even have it written down here there's rumors and rumblings that telltale's opening up again oh really did you guys hear that? No. That was just a there, joke. On yeah, it was just a joke. <laughs> Watch, now there will be a Breaking Bad Telltale game. <laughs> um, yeah, it's nothing official. 
<laughs> oh, so it's a rumor. It's a rumor. It's it's uh I think what they said was there was a rumor that it was gonna be open again, and then they asked like a bunch of ex employees, and they're all like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, we got fired because so, they didn't have money. <laughs> I feel like that's how they fired you. Speaking of dumb ideas, one of those idiots uh, storming Area Fifty One. Did that happen yet? No, I think it's supposed to be like September twentieth. Yeah, something like that. Oh, all right. I don't they got to get all the plans together. Yeah, don't be stupid. You can't just go willy nilly <laughs> running in. Yeah, Area Fifty One. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, scientists, don't be stupid. Are you kidding me? (laughs) We're clearly the dumb ones here, obviously. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, Yeah, a lot of people are saying that Telltale's back, so I don't know if it's official. According to a new press release in the company, the studio is coming back thanks to a purchase of all Telltale assets by a holding company called LCG Entertainment. So some random people bought it and are going to make more Telltale games and not take on 20 at a time, probably. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe they'll fuck up the same way. Go. So, (laughs) (laughs) thank you, Silas. The other piece of news I had is I think I may, I don't know if you guys looked at the Instagram, but I posted something on there that I may have made a huge mistake. Yeah, Stadia, Uh, right? Oh, no, it was a huge mistake. I pre-ordered the Google Stadia Founders Pack. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> I mean, you could have given well, me I the t- money and just got as much out of it. <laughs> That's true. I, I could, and like you maybe entertain me for, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes yeah, somehow. I would have eaten, eaten Chipotle until I puked or something. <laughs> Does that Why would I be entertained by that? You seem to be laughing at it now. I, you know what? I, I can't argue with you. <laughs> I'm sold. But, uh, I told this one person at work that I did it, and they're like, I don't know why you did that. They have very much the same opinion as you, scientists, but they said, uh, (laughs) so you're introducing a whole brand new problem to video games. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, single player lag. (laughs) (laughs) I never thought of that, but yeah. Yeah, I didn't either, but now here we are. (laughs) Hey, next time you have money burning a hole in your pocket, send it my way. I'll, I'll buy Toe Jam and Earl. Oh, oh, finally. <laughs> um, just looking up some quick stats for Stadia. Uh, the minimum internet they say you need is 10 megabits per second, which I think is bullshit. It's not going to be. It's going to have to be more than that. The recommended is 35 megabits per second. Yeah, so that's really the minimum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, the base versus the pro. Basically, you can play base. The base system or the base subscription is free, and you can just basically buy games and play online. I don't know why that made me think of a hot tub, hot tub time, time machine. machine. Yeah, <laughs> the base keeps running, running, running. <laughs> I just watched that movie too, so it's funny. You know what? I saw it on the thing, the server the other day, and I'm like, should I? Ch-? Nah, I'll, I'll check it out later. I should have watched. There was definitely a good 10, 15 seconds where I'm like, I think I'm gonna watch this right now. Maybe like you. Sent me your brainwaves or something. <laughs> Must have been. That's, That's how I that works, right? Yeah. The reason I love that movie yeah. so much is because when it first came out, I expected so little from it. Me too. <laughs> me, me too. Right there with you. Because it looks so bad. And then people I knew like went to see it in the theater and they're like, you know what? It was really good. I'm like, no, it wasn't. You're just, you, you probably don't even know what good movies are. You probably said, you probably saw it and then told me it was good. I was like, it can't be good. I mean, it looks terrible. Well, that, that was everyone's reaction. <laughs> like, one person watched it and, like, this is really good. And they go and tell everyone, like, dude, you know this is really good? Nah, that can't be right. No. 
all right, they keep bothering me. I guess I'll check it out. And then you watch <laughs> it. You're like, holy shit, this was really good. But, uh, yeah, that's a fantastic movie. Uh, the other, real quick, the other Stadia uh, paid service is called Pro. It's nine ninety nine a month. It gives you the ability to play 4K games. And it's kind of like a PlayStation Plus system where they regularly release free games to you. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm going to check it out. But when you said 4K games, I was like, they're still making games. But you meant 4K TV. <laughs> yes. Uh, resolution, I guess. Um, I'm interested to see if it works well if I travel, but I guess I have a switch for that. So this might may have been a mistake on my part. Yeah. But we'll see. At least you're found. I'm going to bet you play right. it the first week, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, it's cool, and then you won't play it again. Because something dumb will happen, like you'll get disconnected. or Maybe. We'll find out. Well, I was I was telling someone at work like it'd be awesome to play in a hotel traveling. They're like, dude, have you ever? You've been to hotels. You've tried the Wi-Fi in hotels. <laughs> you think that's gonna be enough to play this? I'm like, shit. He's probably right. Fuck. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I I think it's an interesting enough concept, and who knows? Maybe if it performs well, it will be the future of gaming. Oh, I know it won't be. Oh, it will be. <laughs> <laughs> I love how both of you are like, no, absolutely not. And then, yes, it sure is. <laughs> love it. But uh, any any other uh, – that's all the news I have, uh, which I guess is big stuff, Telltale coming back. Yeah, I saw something about the Pope getting trapped in an elevator earlier. thought that was pretty cool. That is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the, the super, super high-tech Pope, too. <laughs> but he gets stuck in is the that elevator. Like the, is that the start of a joke? <laughs> like, are you setting me the, up? The Pope is stuck in an elevator. <laughs> no, I saw it on the news. The firemen had to come get him out. The Vatican <laughs> firemen. Yeah. Nice. I wonder how big their fire, like, they have a full fire station there. It's like six bishops. <laughs> Especially yeah. trained fire bishops. <laughs> in such a small country, everybody pulls double duty. Yeah, you got so it. So you got your firemen are also bishops. The police are, I don't know, deacons? Yeah, I think so. They probably have like some... Yeah, it's called, the Va- it's called the Vatican Guard. I think it's like some kind of military yeah. unit. They don't have a police. It's its own thing. Or maybe I'm just making that up. No, it's real. No, it, that sounds very real. I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll, uh, I'll go with that. That's fine. Yeah, but those are, those are probably bishops too. Isn't everyone a bishop if you live there? I wonder if anybody gets laid besides kids in uh, the oh, Vatican. Well, the priests molesting them. <laughs> Good God. All right. Yeah, so let's just go ahead and move past that. Well, let's go. Ahead. Let's talk about the uh, game. How about it, guys? Yeah, let's check it out. Well, this week we are talking about the PC classic, American McGee's Alice. Should have thrown the the adjective cult in there. Nope. It's a straight-up classic. (laughs) (laughs) Cult classic. It was released for PC uh, October 6th, 2000, developed by Rogue Entertainment and published by EA. It's essentially a horror-action-adventure-ish platformy type game. And uh, written in all the creative details, I guess you can go ahead and put on American McGee because I guess he was the main creative force behind this, and then the eventual sequel, Alice Madness Returns. But we're not talking about that today. Is American McGee a guy? Like a person? Yes, that's a human being with an unfortunate first name. Oh, wow. Or an awesome first name. 
or an awesome first name. You hate America. It's definitely now? the. F- it is the freest first name I've ever heard. <laughs> for sure. That's so true. <laughs> Except for freedom, but. That's okay. Freedom yeah. flies, McGee. <laughs> but I've I've never met a freedom McGee. You never met an American so, either. Apparently, I guess. Okay. Okay. Let's dial it back a little bit. <laughs> um, who picked this? This was you there, Chomp Slap, wasn't it? Yeah, it sure was. Why don't you give us a little lead into the story? Let's get kicked off here. Well, this is a pre nine eleven game. Just is barely. it really? Yeah, I wasn't listening to what he said. October two thousand. Wow. It's the last free October we've ever had. But it's it's about Alice. Yeah, apparently it's it takes place after the whole Alice in Wonderland thing. Yeah, where her house burns down and her family dies, and she ends up in the in an asylum. Yep, yep. And she ends up going back to Wonderland, and it's all broken and messed up, and she wants to fix it, and that's where we start. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And that's uh, the game. I guess. Th- all right, good one. And then this time for scientist lock of the week. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, there were a lot of characters in this game. And I, mean, I know I definitely remembered some of them from the book and the subsequent Disney movie, but there was a definitely, book. yeah, there's a, <laughs> written by Lewis Carroll. There's a book. Uh, a lot of these, like Bill McGill, I don't remember him at all. It, the, the, the torch gnomes, no. The but uh, the book was an adaptation of the movie with Oprah Winfrey in it. Oh, that checks out. That's probably why you didn't hear it because you didn't by the vinyl soundtrack to it, or the score, rather? Not yet. I haven't found it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's let's get into it. So we start with uh, that whole backstory you just discussed, where it's like, a, I guess, an opening cinematic where they just shuffle us along to present day very quickly. Yeah. yeah. It's the best way to explain it, but kind of essentially like a montage her... type thing. Yeah. Right, definitely. yeah, like newspaper clippings and still photographs of Alice's... Uh, I don't know how the fire started, but her room went up, and then her whole family died, and basically she has survivor's guilt, so they put her in an asylum, which is how they fix people who are mentally uh, broken. I guess we'll use the word broken. Yeah, it's also set in the past a little bit. What, was it? what, what year, like the 70s? They don't, who knows? I, I was actually like, thinking. I honestly have no idea. 50s, early 90s is what I was thinking, or not, 1900s. Who the fuck knows? Because yeah. you're in the fantasy world creating shit in your brain, so... Yeah, yeah so it's and it kind of just shows you laying in a bed, so it could be anything. I kind of assumed it was uh, the same time period as the book. I thought it was the same time period as 12 Monkeys. Like the Probably. Same. Uh, Which one? The, the war or the future? The war future. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so it's Terminator-like. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Man, we're, exactly. We're getting far. <laughs> yeah, we haven't even started what happens in the game yet. But uh, Alice loses her grip on reality. She goes to the asylum. Dr. Wilson is treating her. I guess she's catatonic. She's not talking or moving or doing anything. And uh, the only possession she has is her stuffed rabbit who calls her back to Wonderland. And then we get kicked off with her going back to Wonderland. Yeah, she chases the bunny and ends up down the rabbit hole again. Runs into the Cheshire cat. Who is your like 
guide, I guess. Tells you what to do. Gives you your MacGuffins. Y- yeah, which I love the Cheshire Cat as a character, and it's pretty cool when there's like no stakes or it's all a fantasy world, but he's like, hey, we're talking about your life and we need to save you. Here's a fucking riddle <laughs> of what you're supposed to do next. But uh, he's a great character, but eventually I guess the first place you end up is the Village of the Doomed. Which is the home of the Torch Gnomes and patrolled by the Queen of Hearts. Main bad guy is the Queen of Hearts. You're chasing the rabbit and you have to get small. So you have to figure out how to do that, right? Why do you have to get small right away? Because it goes through a hole and you can't get in it. Oh, you can't fit in it. Okay. Yeah, she's just like, hey, hey, gnome guy. Yeah. How do I get small? Like, you could have skipped this whole part if you were the same size as the hole that went through. So the, yeah, and he's like, you got to go to the fortress of doors and go through this and go through this. So wasn't there? There was a scene in the original one where she got small. This is the original one. Well, the well the original story. <laughs> the original story of Alice going into Wonderland. Yeah, it's one of them, either through the Looking Glass or the. Yeah, when she drinks a potion, it just shrinks her. Yeah, and then eats a cake or something that makes her big. Yeah, it might be a mushroom like this. I don't remember. I haven't read it in a while. Yeah, it's been a while for me. I meant to watch at least the Disney movie to try and get some of this fresh, and it, no, didn't get around to it. There was too many Night on Elm Street movies to watch. <laughs> so, if they would have just made I'm less, sure you would have watched it. Yeah. yeah, you guys know how it is. I know exactly. You know? I couldn't draw myself right. from Sean Cusack either. So. <laughs> I hear you. And I was watching Speed Run, so yeah, they were, yeah. You know, all fell in. But uh, so basically she needs to get tall. Uh, there was one fun uh what's the word I'm looking for? A quote where you meet one of the torch gnomes and I guess there was uh, an upheaval and the queen of hearts got power back at some point when you were gone. But uh, he does say the line since the upheaval, we've all been gutless half wits <laughs> for like the first half of the people you encounter are all like, we can't do anything about it. We're a bunch of wusses. Yeah, we're all pieces of shit. Yeah. You got to save them. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And everyone's like, only you can save us. And she's like, God damn it, really? Yeah. Again with this? She's like, the rabbit was down here telling everybody, she's the savior, she's the savior. Yeah, and then he ran through a hole and you can't catch him. Yeah, but uh, after you meet the torch gnomes and you, th- there's a lot of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, but fetch quest type stuff yeah. where you meet a character and they're like, you got to go do this for me and then I'll let you through. Yeah, there is. And then they tell you to go find somebody in the mines who can help you. Yeah. And then... So you go into the mines, and then where do you go from there? You run into some gnomish dwarf guy. I don't remember his name. Yeah, I don't think he had a name. Maybe he doesn't. Is that the the old guy? Yeah. The that His name is Mayor Elder. Oh. I had to actually go look that up. I don't think they said it at any point in the game. Uh, we saw anyway. And then he says he'll help you, but you have to get a diamond from the card guards. So you have to go to the fortress with the card guards to get the diamond. So he'll tell you where to go, how to get into the fortress of doors to get the ingredients for the potion to make yourself small. Yeah, he says it's a school at one point. Uh, maybe. He's like, you got to get the ingredients. Uh, oh, yeah, and there's a, there's a recipe. Yeah, I don't. Th- basically, it's like you got to go get small and then you'll be able to get through. And it's like, great. And then you feel you find out there's like 700 steps. That you need to go through to get yourself small. So you go to the card guard fortress. Might be a training ground for card guards. I kind of remember them saying that now. 
Yeah, it sounds about right. And you fight through there and get a diamond for Mayor Cheezle. <laughs> Melvin Cheezle. <laughs> are, are you sure that's the name? That's definitely it. Sure, it's close enough. <laughs> All right, perfect. Let's move on. And then he tells, gives you the key to get into the Fortress of Doors or whatever. I don't know exactly. Yeah, then is this where he flies you on his little balloon thing? Yeah, to the Fortress of Doors and lets you in. Yes. And then you use your knife to kill a whole bunch of things and pick up ingredients. Yeah. Well, you find the recipe first. I think you get the ingredients, and then he says, go find the book. Oh, uh, I thought you uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't remember. But, yeah, the book is in the library, and the library's in the school. Yeah. Well, so you, you do go to a school of some sort. There it is. And you hunt down all these annoying ingredients and distill them into the perfect potion to make you small. <laughs> and then he gives you a golden star. And he's like, here, this will open some doors. Sweet. Yeah, and then a lot of the doors are just portals, right? Like, this actually happened. Well, no, it's made up and it's in her <laughs> head. No, well, American no, here. McGee wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. All right, let's take me super literally. <laughs> yeah, every door was like a fucking green swirly portal thing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and it took you to random spots. I guess they weren't random. They were supposed to be. But it always is like, okay, you can now move on. Bloop, here's a portal. Yep. Yeah. And then you pop out next to a minotaur turtle. No, oh, well, this is after you go through this, make yourself small and go through the thing. Oh, yeah. I thought, yeah, okay. And then it's the mock turtle from the book. Oh. Never read it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll watch the Kate Beckinsale <laughs> version, and then we'll... Okay. <laughs> Oh, I forgot there was a newish version. No, that's not new. That was in college when that came out. That was like 2000. New-ish. It was definitely pre-9-11. Is it the newest one? The newest one's something else. So there was another one like 2014, right? Yeah. That had me. Yeah, we could look this up. Yes, yes. Okay, so I didn't make this uh, up. Great. Helena Bonham Carter was the Queen of Hearts. Oh, okay. That That checks out. Yeah. But uh, anyway, you you run to the mock turtle, and doesn't he like look like a little bitch and say, "I need my shell back." Yeah, yeah. I need my shell. And uh, well, first you got to find the caterpillar, but I won't tell you where he is until you get my shell. Uh, of course, classic mock turtle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't she like, "Hey, I got to find the rabbit." He's like, "Well, caterpillar probably knows. Find my shell, so you can talk to the caterpillar to help you find the rabbit." Yeah. So you have to go and kill somebody. Somebody took a shell. I don't remember who it was. The, another queen? A duchess. The duchess has it. Is that what her name is? Yeah. That sounds about right. I don't know what she's doing with it. Well, isn't the duchess working for the queen of hearts? Or she's in the royal family, right? Like, this is a thing? Yeah, I believe so. It's like her little fiefdom away from the queen's shit. Yeah. Oh, this is also where we get a great quote where... uh. Bill McGill, who is he in the book? Uh, you know, it doesn't matter. He says, uh, <laughs> "Which one was Bill McGill?" Just for my own, I, t- I don't remember what he looked like, but he showed up right before the Duchess fight. The chameleon guy. Yes. Okay. Right. And he says she's mad as monkey mash and just as tasteless. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you monkey mash is tasty because you got to put like spices and shit in that. What is monkey mash? I don't know. It's just like tofu. 
like it's pretty gross unless you put some spices in it. Well, there you go. Yeah. I'm basing that on nothing. I have no idea. <laughs> no, no, I believe you. It sounds right. <laughs> I thought it was like wine. Say it with enough confidence. I thought it was People whiskey. People be like, yeah. That monkey's made. Oh, is Bill McGill the one that's an alcoholic that always wants his brandy? Yeah. 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 Dude, brandy is so gnarly. Like, I hate that shit. Yeah, it's gross. But anyway, so then Alice, uh, didn't she, she defeats the Duchess and decapitates her. There's a lot of decapitation in this. Yeah. This Well, game. she sneezes her head off. Like, she beats the Duchess, then she goes, here, toot, toot. Yeah. Her head just toot, explodes. Toot. <laughs> I, I miss that part, but I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Hey, uh, 1998 was the version with uh, Kate Beckinsale. Holy shit. And there was another version in 1999 that had like Christopher Lloyd in it and Whoopi Goldberg that was only on TV. So I'm assuming this story, the original Through the Looking Glass, is just public domain at this point. Uh, was, well, yeah, it was yeah. written in like the 1800s. Has to be. But uh, so the turtle... Gets a shell back after the Duchess is dead. Yes. And uh, he helps you swim underwater to get yourself to the Wonderland Woods. Yeah, and then he makes you an honorary reptile. You- <laughs> That's- Which was interesting. Yeah, he gives you a shell. Like you can just wear a shell. I think it lets you swim in the game. But it looks like a shell. Sure. And why didn't he just do that for himself? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he had it in his show. We're nowhere near reality or crea- correct motivations or anything at this point. So if a shell just appears when you go in water, I I guess that's how it is. I'm, I'll buy it. I mean, Kratos can't swim until he gets Neptune's trident. So yeah, that takes good fucking point, scientists. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, scientists. <laughs> oh Christ. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> so where do we where do we go from here, scientists? Let's move us. Well, forward. you catch up to the rabbit, and you have a nice conversation with him, and he tells you the caterpillar is waiting to talk to you. Oh, is this the bad time for the rabbit? Yeah. <laughs> uh bummer. Yeah, just some big guy just comes and steps on him. Yeah. Was that the Mad Hatter? I don't. It could be. I don't. It was just some lanky guy before, but I guess it could be the Mad Hatter. Yeah, you didn't really get a good look of him. Yeah, because yeah, you're at this point, you're small. Yes. So the rabbit's also small anyway. So he, he decides like, hey, we got to get to the caterpillar. Let's move this along. Let's sacrifice, you know, stealth for speed. And he runs and gets fucking stomped and decapitated. I didn't. I thought his head Which was is, still on, but eh, it probably. No, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> I've been mushed off. Popped like a grape. <laughs> like when you squeeze it. <laughs> So gross. But uh, the caterpillar lives in the cave of the oracle. And the first time they showed it, it was just like a voice yeah. coming from the cave. And I was like, who the fuck is this? Ca- Why is a cave just talking? Because they didn't cut to the caterpillar in the, at least the movie I watched. No. I was very confused. I thought they didn't show the oracle as the caterpillar yet. I thought. No, you talk to the caterpillar because they. He tells you that you ha- you're the only one who can fix Wonderland. Yes. Yeah, but was he this oracle? I don't know. He, he you find out later he is, but yeah, but I don't think they tell you here. Yeah, you. Oh shit! Did I just ruin the whole thing yeah, with a spoiler? That's I'm, it. I'm All right, so that's sorry, guys. <laughs> that's the whole game. That's the whole game. All right. Anyway, time for scientists lock <laughs> of the week. 
and <laughs> the, the caterpillar explains to you that because of your personal traumas in IRL, that it's broken Wonderland and you can only fix it and destroy the queen. Got to fix yourself to fix the Wonderland. Right. He's... He's not the only character that basically explains what's going on in real life to Alice, but he's definitely the most prominent. And he's like, I I think this is where the game slipped up a little bit, or at least to my liking, because it's spelled out so clearly. He's like, your problem is you're sad because you have survivor guilt. It's like, wow, okay. He just comes Um, out and says it. (laughs) He says the term survivor guilt. It's like, oh, okay, we're just getting... All right, we're just going right to it. There's no room for mystery or interpretation. Okay. Nope. 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 I'm going to tell you what's supposed to be about this game. Yeah, now you're just supposed to figure out what each character represents. Do they represent something? Because I tried to figure that out, and then I just got like... Well, they represent something. I, I just gave book. up. I assume they represent something. Yeah. Apparently, there's a book that comes with it, the game. Yeah. Little like notes or something. Instructional book. Yeah, there was like a whole printed out thing that came with it, I guess. Oh, really? I thought you were making that up. No, seriously. Like, it was the doctor's notes, and he goes into detail about what each person represents and shit. Yeah, this was back when, uh, do you remember? I'm sure you guys do. The games when uh, PCs, like, PC games were released in physical boxes. Yeah. Yeah, ridiculously large boxes. (laughs) Yeah, asininely large boxes. I remember getting, like, Tomb Raider, the original one for PC. Never heard of it. And the box was, like... (laughs) No, you never did. You never did. All right, but the box was like a fucking pizza carton. It was huge. <laughs> it was like a triangle type thing. I guess they were going for the tomb thing, and the front folded. Man, I wish I still had those. Yeah, that'd probably be ass. Ass. <laughs> it probably would be ass. That'd be so dope. But uh, anyway, he uh, this caterpillar tells you all this bullshit, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, you should probably get big. I guess so. Yeah, go, go ahead and fungiferous forest." Yeah, what head the to the... F- eat a mushroom, son. <laughs> Fungiferous forest. I assume it's like coniferous, but uh, with fungi. <clears throat> I thought it was the word fun. That's why it didn't make sense. You can't spell fungus without fun. <laughs> or Gus. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just so much smarter than me, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Dude, we're on a totally different level. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but anyway, where do you go from here? You fuck up some huge ants, and there's a giant ant... Boss fight, a, I guess you call it. It's a centipede. Yeah. The caterpillar warns you about him. He's like, yo, it's a big centipede up, up in this hizzy. Guarding the mushroom of life. Is the mushroom of life the one that makes you large again? Yes. Yes. Okay. Makes you trip phase two. <laughs> oh, buddy. She's been in there for 17 years. <laughs> this is where the, or- the oracle, when you're big, the, uh, you talk to the oracle. Because you can't see the caterpillar when you're big, so he does. Oh, okay, that makes sense. And uh, you talk to the oracle, and he says you need to beat the Jabberwock to be able to get to the queen, but you can't touch the Jabberwock without all the pieces of the Jabberwock staff. So now your quest is to find all the pieces of the Jabberwock staff. You got to go to the chessboard world. Right, you have to find all the pieces of the Jabberwock staff, and they make this huge thing about how you have to find all the pieces. And I think there's two. Maybe three yeah. pieces. There was like three or four. Was there? Yeah. There's no way it's more than three. No. Like I know there were at least two. Well, three in the eye. Yeah. You got me there. God, it's like I didn't do any fucking homework on this game. You guys <laughs> just keep calling me out. I think you're distracted. He's just winging it. 
maybe maybe I'm distracted by that super sweet ceiling fan you guys got going on there. <laughs> I know it's pretty nice, huh? I mean energy this. efficient bulbs. I meant by the like the Patrick Mahoney that you got or something. <laughs> oh, you stop that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he the the lead detective in Police Academy? <laughs> that would be amazing. No, he's <laughs> he's the guy that you see on TV Hawk and Hunt's ketchup once in a while. Oh, okay. Well, there was a Mahoney in Police Academy. Yeah, that's right. You get to the chess castle, and there's all kinds of weird pieces. And somehow you get a quest to free the White Queen. The red people have taken her. and It's very racist. Yeah. All right. It's a hugely racist society. There's a caste system. So wait, are you are you big now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was a little confused as as to the events before and after. But uh, I'm gonna blame that on the graphics because I'm an adult and I can blame I'm, other people. I'm blaming on your lack of paying attention. Could be that. Gloves. Are <laughs> I mean, off. you you need to be a dick gloves, about it, but you know, gloves are off. <laughs> I guess so. All right. So what happens I after guess that? It's the fuck mouth. <laughs> I guess it's the white king that tells you that you need to save the queen. And then he gives you a little pawn to take with you to go do it. Yeah. And then you see the red people cut the queen's head off. Yeah. So you fail? I, I guess, but you get jumped by the Mad Hatter before anything happens. Right. And this is, but this is the part where the king is like, you got to go find the white queen. He's like, here's a pawn that you can put in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, dude, really? That's it? Like, that's what you're... Okay. You have an army, but thanks, I guess. Yeah. But, all right. I guess uh, then that, then she gets knocked out by the Mad Hatter, and where does she wake up? In some weird, twisted Mad Hatter-verse. Looked like an asylum. Definitely looked yeah, like... Yeah, it was an asylum. Shit. Yeah, I guess it's the... It's like her two worlds meeting, I guess, in a way. Yeah, yeah I guess the Mad Hatter symbolizes her mental break. But you fight uh, Tweedledum and Tweedledee in a uneventful boss fight like all the other boss fights in this. Yeah. And then, do their heads fall off? Sure. Okay. I think the heads fall off of every boss you beat. Or they explode like a grape. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. you put a grape in a microwave, that's what happens. It's like a peep in a microwave. Yeah. A peep. Yeah, exactly. And what Tweedledee and Tweedledum are usually pretty, I wouldn't say they're big characters, but they're solid side characters, right? Like they're, if you no, say Tweedledee and Tweedledum, everyone knows who you're talking about. Yeah, but they're only as big as any other regular I mean, character. As much as you make them in the game. They're no Mad Hatter or Rabbit. The point I'm getting at is you see them for like 30 seconds and then you murder them and then they're yeah. out of the game. Sounds about right. That's all they needed to be there for. All right. I'm glad we're all agreed. <laughs> but uh, then you, after you beat them, you journey through the crazy asylum world. And uh, you come up to the Dormouse and the Hare, who are being tortured by the Hatter and turned into, I guess, cyborg-type yeah, they look things. Oh, is that who they were? I mean, they say their names. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> sure they do. Whatever you say. So I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I I watched a different movie than you guys. <laughs> like, Maybe. Like, I'm getting pieces of it, but not, not much here. Yeah, but, but you don't uh, save them, do you? Uh, you'd let them out. 
They're basically the whole time like, we should get some tea. It's mean to not let us have tea. It's like, dude, your pieces of your body are hanging out. I thought I thought you did free them, but maybe uh-huh. I was wrong. But you also then you keep journeying through the asylum after you save them or don't, whichever one it is. <laughs> you have a choice. <laughs> Something yeah, sure. happens. Yeah, this <laughs> is a moral choice. Yeah. Something and does happen, correct? And then you run into uh, the Griffin, Griffin, the super yes. smart eagle, who isn't tortured as badly as the other ones. <laughs> He's just imprisoned there, just in a cage. Yeah. And he says the Hatter only comes when the clock reads six. Yeah, and then she's like, oh, we're going to make him come early. Wink, <laughs> wink, wink, wink. I was like, we could have done without that. <laughs> but uh, this what was also... What else did you want her to say? <laughs> well, the, she, like, in the in the We wanted to get here early. <laughs> in the cutscene movie I saw, she, they close-upped on her face, and then she turned to the camera and literally winked at it twice. Yeah. It was really long. Yeah, like a, like a. There, she probably doesn't know how to wink. Like they taught her right before they shot it. <laughs> it's exaggerated. It's very, very uncomfortable. I wonder. I wonder. If, well, I mean, griffins don't exist, but do you think birds can wink? No. Yes. Then how much is it? <laughs> I'm sticking with no. No, absolutely not. I don't know. I know lizards can. Yeah, but probably only certain ones. It'd be a weird evolutionary thing for a bird to have, I guess. Because, I mean, you're flying in 3D. Yeah. Well, there is also, we're, we're skipping over the fact that whoever vo- like was the voice actor for Griffin was probably by far the worst vo- voice actor in the entire thing. Uh, yeah, well, see, when you say that... they were like, hey, be noble. And then, okay. It's like, fuck, we, we didn't... Dude, the dude we hired to got... He didn't show up. Get one of the uh, the testers. Sir Charles hey, of you. Cornwall didn't show up. Can you do a voice like him? <laughs> you, buddy. You you want to do this this character? Sure. What's going on? This is also super early in the days of voice acting. So yeah, you get what you get, I guess. I don't think it was that early in voice acting. I mean, there were Looney Tunes and shit. Two thousand. Well, well, okay. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, you're right. Fucking, you guys are yeah, that was ganging like up 50s. on me today. I don't like it. Don't like it, sir. Christ, but <laughs> anyway, so you get to the and the Griffin is bo- like he is on board with killing the Queen of Hearts immediately. He's yeah. like, I'm gonna, I'll go lead the all the all the armies. Put me in charge, but, boss. Well, you gotta you gotta beat the Mad Hatter first and free him. Yeah, you gotta watch the Mad Hatter's head explode. Is that so what happens? Fight, yes, you yeah. fight the Hatter and then you free the Griffin. And he's like, I'll, everyone you saved, I'll gather them up. I'll, let's go recruit allies, and we'll storm the Queen's Castle like they're storming Area 51. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what he said. It was Bring, weird. Bringing <laughs> it all back. I like it. Good job, scientists. Jesus. All right. And then uh, once you kill the Hatter, and he's all dead, then who you also decapitate. I did have that in my notes, but... The griffin flies you to the land of fire and brimstone. Yes. Where you see the cat. Now, here I did have a question because you see the caterpillar and he's a large caterpillar, but wasn't he small before? Didn't you run into him originally in Small World? Yeah, but he probably ate the mushroom. Yeah, you just you killed this. The guard, the caterpillar. The centipede. Centipede, so. yeah. I mean, he did know where the mushroom was, so I yeah. guess it does make sense. And caterpillars are prey of centipedes, so. Totally makes sense. Yeah, this is where she's like, "Well, the Oracle's an idiot." I'm the Oracle. And then you find oh, out it's a awkward. <laughs> yeah. 
But then don't they tell you to, it's times now to beat the queen. And you're like, well, I don't have the whole staff. Well, we don't need the staff. Just fight the queen. Uh, no, I think, the, isn't the Jabberwock guarding the passage to the queen, Phil? Yeah, but you got to, you still have to follow. Yeah. You, but is this where you meet him? Well, this is where you, you talk to the caterpillar and he gets way over, it hits you over the head with the thing and he's like, only you can save yourself. Yeah, and you've withdrawn from the world and you got to save Wonderland, blah, 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 blah. But then he even goes as far as to be like, if you fix this world, your mind will be fixed and you'll be out of the insane asylum. You won't be crazy anymore. It's like, dude, what? Yeah, this you, is, you, I don't think he can make that comp promise, but. Well, he did. He did. He did. He did. I mean, realistically. I think yeah. that's a strange part to get hung up on this scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Just say, uh, what do I know? But uh, yeah, you don't know nothing. But I guess he's the part of her mind that's trying to heal her. So you're like, all right, let's do this shit. Yeah. And you go and fight the Jabberwock. Oh, Jabberwock's the best. He is such an asshole about your parents dying. It's like it's your fault. Yeah. Hey, he knows how to play the game. Yeah. He's been a guard for a while. You lazy asshole. You didn't even get up and tell him yeah. you smelled smoke. Oh, you smelled smoke and they just burned alive? Didn't it smell like flesh? <laughs> just run away. <laughs> oh, I'm playing with my dolls. I can't fix a fire. You grabbed the rabbit, didn't you? Yeah. Loser. <laughs> That's These are things the Jabberwock says. Yeah, the Jabberwock <laughs> says this the entire time. Okay. But uh, then where do we go from here? You, you fight the Jabberwock, right? In the remnants of Alice's old home. But then he ends yeah. up running away anyway. Yeah, he runs away. And he then loses an eye. Yes. And then runs away. And then the griffin shows up and he's like, lead us, oh, Alice. And you're like, all right, let's do this. And you climb a tower. Yeah, I love how it's like you can't beat the Jabberwock without the Jabberwock eye staff. But then here you are. Yeah. And you just took his eye to complete the staff. <laughs> so you uh, climb the tower and you get to a Jabberwock and griffin fight. The Griffin's fighting the Jabberwock. Ooh, yeah. He and, gets uh, fucked up. The Griffin dies, and it's just another person dying for Alice, who she's trying to save. <laughs> he doesn't die before you be- beat the Jabberwock. Oh, no, yeah. He's just um, he's just upside down like a spider when you kill it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that might have been a graphical limitation. <laughs> 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 like they didn't create another model where he's laying down on his side. <laughs> Too much money, goddammit. But, uh, yeah. The Jabberwock beats the Griffin, then you beat the Jabberwock after it destroys the bridge that you have to cross somehow. Yeah. And the Griffin's like, you avenged my death. Like, you're not dead yet, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought, too. Like, thanks for avenging my death, but you're still alive. No, I'm dead now. Oh, I was definitely dead. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a minute. <laughs> Fucking dies. You can see the future. Awesome. And so uh, Alice is super upset and like, let's go make the queen pay. Yeah. So then you storm the castle. And doesn't the Cheshire cat, like, he's like, starts saying some cryptic shit and his head gets ripped off or something? Yeah, that happens somewhere around here. The Cheshire cat also dies and it's just another person Alice couldn't save. How does his head get ripped off? It just pops Dude, off. Dude, yeah, the head, pet, pet's heads fall off. Pet's <laughs> <laughs> heads are falling off. Yeah, it was, no, uh, the queen was in the room, I think. Yeah, and yeah. and uh, he's talking to you, and neither of them are paying attention, and all of a sudden his head just blows off. Yeah, yeah, it was the queen using her superpower, queen power. Well, that's why all the heads were get off with their heads. Yeah, yeah. And then you end up fighting the queen. Boom, boom, boom. boom. And this 
first phase anyway made me think of the the poison ivy fight from batman arkham whatever's where she's like in that plant yeah okay oh yeah it's just like like a lovecraft orgy yeah of tentacle porn yeah it's pretty neat (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean it wasn't bad and then what's the second part like you just pick up a weird gun that's in that level yeah killer instantly and you and then you beat the queen you're all grown up alice for the win yay yep yep is that the is that it like are you done well don't they all tell they everyone's telling you like you're queen you are the queen it's half of your personality only one of you can come out and alice comes out everything's back to normal yeah her bad parts are gone everybody comes back to life yeah does the griffin except for her parents Griffin oh, yeah. the stage. Except for her parents. I don't think so. I think you meet the Griffin in the second game, but I don't remember. Is the Hatter still dead? Or has he become a cool guy? Again? I don't know. We'll figure it out when we do the second one. Uh, yeah, true. Touche. And I guess she's all uh, not crazy asylumed anymore. Yep, she just walks out of the asylum. Yeah. It's like, oh, she finally... All cocksure and ready to fight the world. Yeah. And what's she going to do? Does she get insurance money or yeah, something? Yeah, she's an orphan. Uh, do they have insurance then? I don't know. When does it just take place? <laughs> we still didn't figure that out, but I think that scientist is correct where it's around the 1900s because just because I was looking at the weapons that they have, the and she fights with a blunderbuss for crying out loud. So. She fights yeah. with fucking playing cards and jacks yeah. too. So. And a, and a croquet mill. mallet. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there some like hobby horse too or is that in the second one? I don't know. Maybe it's a croquet mallet. That's It's just a big fucking blunt weapon. But I did notice this game was all uh, square, not like widescreen. Oh, yeah. You know, Different time. Computer. Yeah. yeah. Classic. Back when we had those big-ass CRT monitors. Yeah, people don't know that 9-11 turned everything widescreen. <laughs> <laughs> wow, never thought of that. You're right. That's, <laughs> that's going to be a fun hashtag to put up there. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Fucking ne- A. Next time we play the hashtag game and that's in it. No <laughs> one's going to remember what it was from. Yeah, <laughs> yeah write that one down. We're g- It will be referenced again. Um, I did also read part of trivia of this game is that there was going to be a port to PlayStation 2, but it ended up getting canceled in 2001. I couldn't find a reason why. I, maybe sales, I'm not sure. Probably yeah. three coming out. I thought they were going to release it too when they released the Madness Returns, but then they didn't. Yeah, but that was that was long after that. It was re-released on PlayStation Three in like 2011 or something like that. Probably around when Alice Madness Returns came out. Probably. Interesting. I wonder if you could still can you still grab it on the PlayStation Store? Who knows? I'll find out. Yeah. Sure, you will. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the game. Any uh, any final thoughts? You guys want to any discussion topics? I thought it was pretty on the nose. Yeah, and there yeah, could have been a little bit more left to mystery, but yeah, there's nothing to really read into it because it's already told to you what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty square. I mean, it was it was good. Um, let's do uh, let's go over our uh, final thoughts. How about it, guys? 
scientists. Right, tell us, oh, okay. We're going. No, we're going. Oh, you know what? I'll go first. That's fine. Oh. Uh, my final thoughts. Um, I thought it looked pretty good, but it's kind of dated at this point, which it looks a little janky, especially with the platforming segments. So I don't know if I would play it now. A remake. A remake with like updated graphics and controls, sure. But right off the bat, meh, probably not. Um, I thought the story worked. I thought if Wonderland could be, it's a figment of Alice's imagination. It could be distorted and perverted because her mind is not right. Uh, I thought that was a really interesting idea and a really interesting topic to explore. So... I'm going to say just overall the story worked for me, even though it was kind of a retread of the original story. It was just go through the world and kill the uh, Red Queen, pretty much, was exactly what you did last time. But uh, I liked it. So I'm guessing my score, my my final score out of 27 stars is going to be a 17 out of 27. Wow. wow. Hitting hard. Yeah. Yeah, overall as a game, it probably wouldn't have gotten that high, but the story... Yeah, story. I, I'll give it to him. This one. What about you, uh, Chump Slap? Would you play it? Would you score it? Did the story work for you? Um, I'd probably play a, a remake. They upped the graphics and made the directional jumping a little easier. It looked annoying. Uh, I didn't like how the two, the life force and your magic force bars were on the sides of the screens. Kind of bothered me. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, story worked. I thought it was a cool story. Made sense. A little too, like, led by the hand through the story, but eh, I'll let that go. They didn't know how to tell stories before 9 11, so. Yeah, for sure. Uh, out of 27, I'll give it a 13.3 repeating. <laughs> So what is it, a 33 or a 50%? No. It's slightly below. Slightly below. It's like 49. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Makes sense. But, yeah, that's it. All right. Well, uh, what about you, Dr. Scientist? Would you play it? Would you score it? Did the story work for you? (sighs) I'd play a remake. Just like you guys. Maybe. Maybe. If I got it for free on PlayStation. I definitely wouldn't pay. You hear that, PlayStation? Make it, remake it and give it to me for free. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, story-wise, it's was written by someone in the 19th century, so it wasn't like this guy. I mean, all the characters are already pre-made, so he just had to take it and adapt it to another. It wasn't bad. So it was cookie cutter. Yeah. I mean, it was. It was. Papa Scotch had good points where he said that it was. How did he put it? I don't even remember what he said anymore. But he was what? right. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> you were right on there, Scotchy. Appreciate it. But, uh, but uh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, um, it was very paint by numbers. It was very, yeah, like in a world of fantasy world where you can make up everything and have it represent anything, and that's what the story is known for originally. They're like, oh, well, this means this, and this means this, yeah. and this means this. It's like, come on, let's. And it kind of forced it down your throat, which yeah. lowered it some for me. I gave it a, a 10 out of 27. Which I guess is average score I gave games. Yeah, that's like your normal. Like if the game didn't even, wasn't good. 
but it was it was average. It, yeah, it was average. I mean, it's no Madden 19. Oh, no, no. No, of course. Well, what is? It's I five mean, times better than that, according to me. But The cult classic Madden 19 homecoming. But mine's more of a logarithmic scale, so it's probably like 200 times more. <laughs> okay. So what do you guys know math? What does that give us for the out of 81 I stars? I don't remember what you gave it. 17. 17, okay. 10, and chump slaps. It's 40 and 0.33 repeating. 40 and a third. 40.333 repeating. Got it. Mm. Which uh, that's that's kind of decent for us. Yeah, it's decent. If we keep track of all the things, we'd we'd know. But yeah, they're probably all around this this area, average. <laughs> I mean, we would keep track, but that's for you know nerds with their stats. I mean, I keep my own stats, but I don't know what you guys. Think. I don't know what the hell a stat is. Yeah, me neither. I'm very confused. <laughs> Get the else? oxygen stat. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, that does it for the game, I guess. Anybody have anything else they want to say about it? I'm I'm more excited to do the sequel to this, Madness Returns, because that's one I actually played. Yeah, that one looks definitely cooler. Well, now I think things are going to make a lot more sense. Yeah. Uh, no, ultimately this was the right move, and I don't. This was this definitely wasn't the worst game we've covered. No. It, it wasn't the worst game we covered in the last two weeks. So, <laughs> so it was. It no, was I mean fine. like. After seeing this, a lot of things I remembered from the second one made more sense. Oh, really? Yeah. Do they reference it a lot? Yeah. Classic American McGee style. Yeah. Tell you what. That's just like him. <laughs> and I believe you're starting an orphanage in that one. I yep. think you'd be old enough by now. Jesus Christ. Why would they let you out of an asylum right into an orphanage? Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any parents because they died in a fire. Yeah, but why let you out of the asylum then? Seems very irresponsible to the asylum workers. Well, I mean, the orphanage's job is to take care of kids without parents. The asylum workers to take care of crazy people, and she's not crazy anymore. Fair. Well, how old is Alice supposed to be in this game? Obviously, she's older, like... 12. S- really? No, she has to be older than that. How old was she in the original? 11. <laughs> You're just picking fucking numbers. <laughs> she's 13 and a third. I'm not just picking numbers. I'm picking numbers that are teenage years, about <laughs> preteen. I'll just look oh, it up. Hashtag that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No problem. I will not. Uh, do, 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 just looking it up. Uh, do, do, it doesn't say. It just says she's older. So I, I don't know. I'd put it at 16-ish, 17-ish. They should have an adult Alice. Kate Beckinsale is Alice in one of the movies. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> Like a forty-five-year-old Alice, just still out there kicking ass. Well, by then she'd be the. Uh, no, she's a fucking waitress at a shitty diner. <laughs> she just like hates life, so she goes back to Wonderland every night and just has a good time. It's like her doing drugs, basically. Yeah, pretty much. She like drops acid. And then... <laughs> that seems like a terrible movie. I didn't say it was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you know we're brainstorming. There's not. They're not yeah. all gonna be gold, you know. Just a little spitballing. I'm the I'm the remnant of the child you aborted. <laughs> there you go. You can yeah. fight fetuses. Parts of her memory. Shit. I was trying to think of something that could represent it, but wow, that'd be crazy. A tadpole. You got to fight. Fucking Isaac. From Binding of Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. That doesn't really fit. Well, it's like an aborted fetus. Oh yeah. 
Oh, Jesus. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so that'll take us to our favorite segment of every week, which is Papa Scotch's aborted fetus of the week. <laughs> I'm going to recommend the best aborted fetus this side of the Mississippi. No, uh, this is... Uh, you threw me all off. Every week we ask Dr. <laughs> you said it Dr. three times scientist <laughs> for a... I know, I've rehearsed it. Anyway, we ask Dr. Scientist for a 100% guaranteed gambling pick every week. Uh, so this week, scientists, who do you got? All right, we're going to uh, Nippon Pro Baseball League in Japan for the bet this week. Take the Hiroshima Toyo Carp, half a run at home over the Yokohama DNA Bay Stars. Only half a run? Yeah. Wow. They're getting the run, too, and it's at home. I think they'll be all right. Damn. I know they'll be all right. They'll probably just win straight up. They seem like pretty equal teams when I watch it. Yeah, they are. I don't know. I like the bullpen of the second team you mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The carp are killing it. When, I, when I was uh, when I was researching it, it seems like I think they're named after companies like in Japan. Oh, because like it's Mr. Hiroshima Toyo Carp. I think the Toyo is a thing because DNA is like a a software company. I'm pretty sure. Any fish bulbs? <laughs> Toyo Carp. It's racist when you bring up fish bulbs. <laughs> is it? No. No. Knife goes in, <laughs> guts come out. Knife <laughs> <laughs> goes in, guts come out. Oh, didn't he say something like, oh, Bart, I'm uh, here to grant you three wit knife goes in, guts come out. <laughs> something like that, but yeah, we don't need to sit here and discuss how amazing the Simpsons are. We all already know this. Yes. And yes, then that's going to take us to our favorite segment of every week, which is Chump Slap's recommendation window. Slap. Whoop. Every, <laughs> <laughs> every week we ask Chump Slap for a recommendation of something that I definitely thought of before I started this sentence. I did, I'm not just coming up with it right now, looking around my room, trying to figure out anything. So who's your first pick? For yeah. Who's your pick? Yeah. That's what I was waiting for. Chump <laughs> uh, Slap. Can you give us a recommendation for, what is the best type of fuck? I got nothing. Uh, closet Plastic. organization system. <laughs> closet organizing system. Are there? Well, do you do shells? Do you do poles? You do racks? You do like that? You complicated really shit? have to start. I got like yeah, researching this in the beginning um, of the week. I will start making an effort. Yeah. And there you have it. You can get us on Instagram. <laughs> You know, it's funny. Sometimes I'm like, dude, I could definitely do improv. That shit looks easy. Like, no, I can't. I'm proving I can't do any of that here at all. It's a lamp monster. (laughs) I could have thought of 85 billion different things. Just nouns. Like, what's your recommendation for the dopest building in town? Yeah, that would have been way better. But we're going with closet organizing. Uh, I'm going to go with shelves. Nice, good pick. Put Solid. On. You can put things on them. You can hang things from them. They're best, best of both worlds. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> treating that with the amount of respect it deserved. I think you gave it way too much respect. I know. It's too much thought. <laughs> well, let's say someone thought that shells were bullshit and they wanted Wait, wait. To- hangers, hangers. hangers. <laughs> <laughs> you want to amend your decision real quick? No, no. Shelves are definitely the way to go. Well, if they, if Team Hanger wanted to uh, 
Oh, we're going back to the aborted thing. But if Team Hanger... I was just going to say that. <laughs> Everybody's mind's on abortion. If Team Hanger was pissed and they wanted to write us 9,000 words about why they're pissed, where would they send that email to, Chump Slap? Well, you could send that to plottytime at gmail.com. Absolutely. And I will personally respond to every email. Still has a 100% response rate. Batting a 1,000 here. So uh, that's pretty dope. And then if someone wanted to just see what we're doing right now and tell me on the specific Instagram post of how awful of a decision it was to pre-order Google Stadia, where would they do that, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram and Twitter. It's on all the things. Perfect. No Facebook. Well, just two of the things. But yeah, fuck Facebook. Fuck TikTok. I don't know what else there is. Fuck Facebook <laughs> is, I thought, actual thing. Like, <laughs> Yeah, we're on fuck Facebook. Yeah, we'll show them. Anyway, so that about does it for uh, this week. So, I don't know. I guess go out there, play some games, and ha- hopefully Chump Slap won't embarrass himself. But what? who knows? Why me? <laughs> <laughs> I bring shame to my family. <laughs> I don't I don't know. See, that, this is why I said I, I'm terrible at improv. I wanted to say something funny, and it just came off as fucking mean. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. In the next week, when we're coming up with another game and doing the research, I'll get my shit together. How does that sound? Doubt it. <laughs> I'll attempt to get I don't, my shit together. I don't believe it at all either, <laughs> actually. All right. Well, that does it for us, so we'll talk to you all next week. Later. Peace.